Hello and welcome. My guests are Rob and Will Paulson of the band Creech. Their latest release is Pasture, a collection of catchy but often sad piano-based songs, which was released on the cassette label they co-founded, Haze Tapes. I conducted my first over-the-phone interview with the Washington State-based brothers, who spoke about their various projects and performed three new songs. Here's Measure My Worth. I would have given up if that's what it took to be a That moment, I'm so embarrassed. So much self hate that when I lie down, I wanna die. So, uh, so hi. Uh, first off, th- I'm talking to uh, Rob and Will, right? That is correct. That's correct. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so I want to start by asking, how did uh, Creech come together? Well, let's see. Uh, uh, three of us were living in Spokane. Uh, me and Rob. I'm I'm Will. Uh, me and Rob, and then our friend Michael Graves. Mm-hmm. And we were in a band in what was the year? 2010? Maybe earlier than that, 2009 even. It was like a summer band because Will was at college and I was going to high school with Mike. And uh, the three of us were in a band. And our bassist actually is from Spokane as well, but we hadn't played with him at all until um, like last year, really. So. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Will came back from college in 2010. And that's when we formed Creech, I think. Right. Yeah, that's right. We've been together. Oh, for you're right. Because our first show was like on 
the New Year's the New of Year. 2010 to 2011. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, basically, we all lived in Spokane, and we could all play music, and <laughs> we just kind of started playing, so. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in in 2011, we all moved over to yeah, the west side uh, of Yeah, Mike Washington. and I graduated in 11 and uh, moved to the to the west side of the state, which w- w- uh, western Washington is about five you know five to yeah, eight there's hours like a, it's five hours to cross washington uh, there's not much going on in the middle but <laughs> and now we live over here and play shows over here so yeah. that's kind of that cool and what is it like working with your brother <laughs> oh <laughs> oh it's cool yeah actually he just got hired at my at my place of work as well yeah we... i believe this is the second time we've actually worked in the same <laughs> yeah. establishment but uh and yeah. we and we live together as well too so yeah it's not an issue yeah we we've kind of always like um collaborated collaborated and like been close and like you know i feel like a, a somewhat non-traditional brother relationship i mean i don't know a lot of brothers get along but not a um, lot of like wrestling and you know slapping or right yeah (laughs) yeah um so rob your solo work has a more kind of intimate feel which i guess makes sense because it's your solo work than uh creech are you in a very different mindset when you're writing by yourself um yeah actually i mean i when i write music for creech i write it knowing that it's going to be for a band i try to make my parts more of like a skeleton to the song mm-hmm. than a finished product because I know that I'm going to write something that's pretty good but then when I take it to Mike and Jack they're going to kind of lace it with these melodies that make it what it actually ends up being and so I'll usually write either part of a song for Creech or a whole song and some lyrics or all lyrics and then I'll really wait to do anything final. Like, I know it's an unfinished product going into working with them on it. But when it when it's just my stuff, I, I really have a... I'm a little more reckless with writing. <laughs> I'll kind of just... I'll say or do anything. Because I know not as many people will hear it either. Mm-hmm. I don't have uh, the same kind of listening base that Creech does. So I'm more willing to... Uh, get more abstract yeah yeah a lot of like a lot of rob songs aren't really written for like uh like a drums to play along or something or even a live band to replicate yeah Mm -hmm. so when you start writing a song do you ever feel like if it's too personal or crazy or something and have there ever been songs that start off as creech songs but they become solo songs because you were, I guess, reckless with it or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a couple, but there's also a couple that kind of went the other way too. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, sometimes Mike and Jack just won't connect with a song, or they won't like it as as much. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, you know, they will, and, and sometimes you know, it just has to click. If they can't write a part for it, I'll either save it for a rainy day, knowing I might do something with it later, or, um, you know, Will and I have are kind of stockpiling some songs right now uh, for a potential new project that we're just kind of in the concepts of thinking about. Oh, cool. So, uh, but you know, most of the time, you know, and uh, any song I write on acoustic guitar or on guitar at all is I'm definitely not going to bring it to Creech probably because I really only write piano songs for Creech. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I usually sit down and know that I'm going to write a Creech song or I'm going to write a solo song. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I don't write all of Creature's songs either. Um, we sometimes will, you know, either our guitarist or our bassist will write something that we, you know, kind of go off of. But the more traditional, like, songwriting songs are uh, usually the ones that I've played the most in writing. Yeah, Creature's definitely like a, like a, a four-man collaboration thing. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Rob's stuff is obviously just solo stuff. But. And and a separate a separate box, if you will. Yeah. Um, and speaking of your solo stuff, uh, I'm curious about Inglenook. It says on the Bandcamp notes that it was recorded in a haunted bedroom. <laughs> I'm curious yeah. as to what sort uh, of ghosts you were hanging out with. I did, yeah. My uh, room was under the stairs, kind of. Uh-huh. Uh, sort of. The, the, the your room was like a... Partic- like a um, it was half the size you, of yeah. all the other rooms. In yeah, the Rob house. opted to have the smallest room. La- um, we last lived year, together we all li- as a band. All of Creech lived together, mm-hmm. and that's um, we actually recorded pasture in that house. But Rob opted to have like the smallest room, and it had this like Harry Potter under the stairs closet. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and lots of spiders, spiders, and strange noises, and hearing people run up and down the stairs. A lot. You can hear it in my recordings, actually, like at the end of whatever song. The one that leads into Youngster, I, I know it has, like, someone. I don't. I can't remember which song comes right before, but I know that at the at the very end Uh-oh. it has. Oh, I got an incoming call. Oh, oh that's oh, fine. That wasn't um, a phone thing. I, uh, you can hear the running up and down the stairs. People are, yeah, someone's clip-clopping up there. So I usually try to make people be quiet when... Oh, are you still there? Is he still there? Greg is gone. Oh, he's gone. The call dropped. Yeah, I thought that's what that was. Everything must die. I've got a lot to fucking learn, don't I? Shot right through my heart so Then you struck me with a knife And though I've done some evil things You had no right Mama didn't raise a traitor You are an object in my Got a lot of things to show you in 
Hey, sorry about that. Oh, oh no worries. Right. No worries. That's so frustrating. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. Where did we yeah. lose you? For those of you at home, uh, Greg's phone just died. <laughs> he is now reconnected with us. <laughs> so, I think the last question was uh, about ghosts in the bedroom. Yeah, no, yeah wait, you were saying was, that yeah, uh, you, on uh, the recording so. you can hear like running around and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in the recording. It's in the recording. You can hear people uh, running up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm. That that sounds yeah, really Rome terrifying. Had, like, a scary closet and all that. And, yeah. <laughs> were you, were you scared we or are you cool with that? I kind was of terrified. Stuff? I was terrified for my life. And uh, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> They're friendly ghosts like Casper. So okay. Um, that record's a lot different from your other stuff. Uh, especially like here is more lush i think uh are these like conscious shifts that are happening when you're making the different records now which one was that you're talking about here yeah that one's uh, actually a live one i was in um the amadeus project in bellingham my buddy was in town and he had his recording equipment with him and uh we i just had that's just like a it's a play it's a classical venue where they have lots of grand pianos and uh, I really wanted to just like play on a grand piano because it's always fun, mm-hmm. and um, it's like driving a nice car, you know. <laughs> and uh, so I just I asked him. I was like, "Hey, would you guys mind if I came in and played for a little while?" And my buddy recorded me, and they immediately said yes. And I went in there, and I, those songs they're just like live versions of songs from "Where Am I," and "Who Are Those People," mm-hmm. and. Um, a couple of bonus ones a cover of um i'm eb by a band called club scouts that we are big fans of and good friends with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do you think you were like inspired i guess by the beautiful pianos that you were playing the uh i guess play those selections the ones that are more lush sounding yeah well those are the songs that i would normally play live that i can replicate from my well at that time at least Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have a little more material now, but, uh, cause you know, with the nature of the way that I record, I can't always replicate the recorded songs live. And those ones were always ones that I could just like play, um, anywhere. And, and I did it all in one, pretty much one take too. I mean, I might've read it a couple, but it's basically live. Um, and I sat down and I played all those songs, you know, I don't know, 11 or whatever songs in... <laughs> pretty short amount of time aren't there that many on here something like that i think there are some that didn't couple yeah and there's more yeah that's right there's actually more that i never released and um it goes way back six on that one there's um there's songs that i wrote when i were when i was 16 
and I was re-recording them because I didn't like the the 16 year old recording, <laughs> and it was the same guy that had recorded those ones. And I That's still right. haven't released them, but uh, I I might. Empty hymns. I might. Yeah, empty hymns. You can't find it online anymore. Oh, I thought but it, okay. <laughs> it's actually not up anymore, but um, but I'll bust it out someday. <laughs> um, hello. Hello. Oh yeah, oh, we're, hey, we're still here. <laughs> okay, it's I'm, tricky. All You're all the way on the other side of the country. Where, you know, <laughs> I'm paranoid. It's a fragile connection. <laughs> um, so the the music you guys make is like is, it's very sad and dark and everything, but it's also very catchy and it's very easy to get like stuck in your head and stuff. I'm wondering uh, if you consider yourselves uh, pop music. Well, first of all, thanks for saying <laughs> that because yeah. that's exactly what we're going for. <laughs> oh, but cool. um. Uh, so it's cool that, you know, that translates, I guess. But Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, pop music is kind of a, it's a tricky term with some people. Like Rob and I, I would say definitely like do think that, Mm -hmm. that we, we write pop music or like sad pop music or whatever. But, um, you know, uh, our bandmates hate our the bandmates word pop. hate the word pop. They <laughs> really know, don't like it because they think our music is much more like progressive, and the music that we're writing for our new album is much more psychedelic and a little more abstract. So they don't want people to get that word in their head, yeah, because uh, they won't know what to expect for the new album. And um, but we try to stray from um, you know using genre terms like that because yeah. a lot of people will say that pop is like you know. Katy Perry, Katy Perry. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or you know Miley Cyrus Jay or something Jay Beebs <laughs> uh, yeah uh, so we try not to use that word so much as just like I don't know even just comparing ourselves to other bands instead of saying my band is this genre yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, our, our bassist Jack recently told me that whenever someone asks him like what kind of music we play he just tells them like he just writes down our band camp right yeah um so piano is a pretty uh unique instrument as far as like young people making music these days yeah and it, definitely uh, so i'm wondering like what is that something you played when you were a lot younger and you know what draws you to that instrument yeah uh i actually started playing the piano when i was like really really young Uh, my parents had an old like schoolhouse type piano in Mm -hmm. their house i think they they still have it in Mm -hmm. at our house uh in spokane and uh i was dinking around on it and making little melodies and my mom was like we got it you know we got to take him to piano practice we got to give him lessons you know our mom's musical too she's very musical and our dad is a little bit um more more so of a audio engineer than a than an actual musician but Mm -hmm. um our mom's a singer and um she uh plays a little bit of guitar and piano herself so she had a lot lots of musician friends so i had probably three or four um teachers over the year or years uh, yeah. since I was. You took piano lessons like almost. Yeah, all the pretty way much high until school and no, stuff. actually up and about up until high school, and that's really when I stopped. Will and I were both in music programs at our high school, and uh, that kind of took the place of um, taking lessons. I don't read so much anymore. It's it's I can, but and same with thing with Will, but it's very hard to read music, and it's not really something that like young people have to do at all yeah, or if you're playing in a band yeah mm-hmm. and so i mean as long as you know 
theory it can it can carry you through and i am self-taught on guitar only in the last few years so i'm not good at at acoustic guitar but i i try (laughs) and uh and i'm yeah so but as far as you were saying yeah with piano it's not really i don't see a lot of bands that if they are using keyboards, it's usually a synthesizer or a small keyboard. Or it doesn't take like a main. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, it's in the background sort yeah. of. It's not like one of the main. Um, exactly. Yeah, like not piano-driven rock or whatever, unless it's like Ben folds or something. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I use a digital piano when we're playing live. But to record the that that pasture album, we used a. Uh, it's called a, a Yamaha CP70. Yeah. Yeah, it's a seventy-six key. Um, like acoustic electric piano it's like got pickups under each string yeah the, yeah i'm familiar because i know uh tori Amos played one on her first tour oh really yeah yeah man i can't even imagine touring with something like that because they are they are so they they do break down and mm-hmm. actually they're you know pretty easy to like stow away and stuff but it's so goddamn heavy like <laughs> It's really heavy. And, and it's they, not practical. they can they can kind of fall out of tune a yeah. little bit. But yeah, you got to so retune them constantly. I don't know if we'll constantly. ever tour with it. It's in our parents' house actually <laughs> right now. Yeah, we can't. We don't have room for it in our tiny apartment now. Yeah. And we that was when we were living in Bellingham. We had a big house. When we were all now we live in the city together. and it's just we live in a we're in it right now. It's a tiny. Our living room is the size of my bedroom last year. So <laughs> yeah. So when you're moving, is it kind of? I mean, do you have uh, an acoustic piano where you live right now? No. Is that no, I have my keyboard, and Will Will doesn't even have his drums set up, so we only get to practice when we are in a space where that's a possibility. Hmm. So that must be really hard to be a piano player and kind of have to be separated from your instrument so much. No, um, I I have my digital keyboard here, so and it's 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 got weighted it's keys and stuff. Keys, it's nice, and that's yeah. what I that, I mean that's what I use for Creech. It's what I you know play live with, so mm-hmm. it's not too much of a burden. Um, and, and it sounds pretty like uh, pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good. It's definitely a good keyboard. So, and I think next our next album will probably even just use it DI instead of using that um, one in Spokane. Mm-hmm. For because of its its condition as far as being out of tune and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. and heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when you play live, is it? Uh, I mean, it's such like a rich instrument, and I would imagine you play a lot of like I guess like DIY shows you could call them. Is it ever uh, hard to like get the fullness of the piano to come through at live shows? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge problem for us, actually, um, especially when we play at shitty little basement venues and stuff like that. Their PA systems are not designed for the highs and lows that the that that grand piano sound has. Mm-hmm. I have a I just got an amp that is designed for just that. I bought it off of some dude on Craigslist, <laughs> looked around for a long time. Um, yeah, the keyboard amp is kind of like a. Um, non-existent yeah it's kind of like a like a like a silly piece of equipment too because most people aren't playing like grand piano um keyboard you know like we just said like they're playing <laughs> yeah. synthesizers or whatever so it can and just if they are anything, playing but... a piano like that it's gonna be the strings are gonna be mic'd and it's gonna be at like a little jazz club or something it's not really for for the kind of music we make so yeah, yeah. but the new app's working out really well and actually i think part of the um at least like an aspect of Creech is that all the instruments do kind of blend together. Like there's parts on pasture where, um, 
you're it's hard to pick out what's the guitar and what's the piano what's yeah. the bass and and sometimes uh rob mike and jack will even be playing like the same melody yeah there um, are many times where i'll i will be playing the exact same thing that mike is playing uh, he's our guitarist um on my right hand and damn near the the exact same thing that jack is playing on the bass with my left hand so it's more it's to fill it out in that sense um but usually Jack likes to play funky bass lines and Mike likes to yeah, kind of do <laughs> lead arpeggio type of stuff. And then I'm just kind of, I'm like the rhythm guitar more so. So <laughs> so do you think that with the CP70, it sort of accentuates that, like the blending with the electric guitar because it's less of a piano sound and more of like, you know, like electronic, I guess, kind of sound? In hindsight, I might have recorded our that um, pasture with a... Uh, with a digital keyboard or or something else just because now looking back there are parts where i think it sounds a little twangy Mm -hmm. um but it it's it's more organic you know when when you when you're in the room with us and you hear the guitar and the piano kind of like as one Mm -hmm. but honestly um you know and we always had to tune the bass and the guitar to that piano rather than them using like an electronic yeah, it was like always tuner. a little bit off yeah so now it's much more accurate to just be using a digital keyboard yeah um yeah. but it was a, I, I think the sentiment was what we were more concerned with maybe mm-hmm. so um the the last man i interviewed was uh krill and they talked about uh, a prevalent theme in their music which was self-hatred and i feel like it also kind of applies to, to your music uh would you want to comment on that or do you just want to let the music speak i actually itself? i listened to that interview and i i heard a great quote um the guy said i think the the main lyricist said something about facilitating people's unhappiness yeah yeah yeah, Ooh, I, yeah like that. I really <laughs> liked that and i was like you know um both of us are happy go-getter go-getting people i mean well, Every, everyone we know is depressed, but like <laughs> we're depressed. That's a that's a human. We, we can get absolutely, <laughs> but that's a human condition, and like I don't let that affect my day to day. But, uh, you know, like I like that facilitating on people's unhappiness because, like, you know, sometimes you want to vibe out with that sad music, and and when you do want to listen to happy music, you know, I put on some rap or something, but I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna listen to Elliot Smith when I'm in the best mood ever. Yeah. But, um, I think that's just that's the kind of music we make, and uh. And that's what I'm best at. Uh, I'd rather make music like that than make really joyful, joy, joyful music. Like that's kind of something they were saying too. Is that, um, that, uh, oh, what am I trying to say here? Is that the music isn't necessarily sad. Some of the lyrics are, but it won't always come across that. And you don't take it at face value necessarily. It's just like if you really listen into it, yeah, you might get kind of bummed out or something, you know. <laughs> Or you're just reading the lyrics by themselves, but why would you ever do that? It's more just, you know, it's another instrument, it's another part of the music. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, Sad Hill Cemetery is, like, a really happy song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got a, you know, that's the name of the song, Sad Hill Cemetery, <laughs> for Christ's sake. You know, it's a sad, you know, vibe. So it's kind of, that's why, like you were saying, sad pop. It's more melanca- me- melancholy than than sad, I would say. Mm-hmm. is maybe a better word for it. <laughs> Um, and you say, you say fuck a lot in your songs and I feel like it's a pretty, it's actually a pretty like powerful songwriting tool. Like I feel like cursing can really 
grab people's attention? Is that something you think about when you put it in or is it just kind of like come out when you're writing? Yeah, words? absolutely. That's a really interesting question too, because I sometimes feel that, um, you got to pick and choose your fucks. You can't be saying fuck all the time. Yeah. Um, and mom, if you're listening to this, you know, understand. <laughs> yeah. No, she definitely is not always down with the fucks, but they are, um, precisely placed. I, yeah. um, what was it? And it's, you know, and obviously it's, it's not every song, but, yeah. um, all my favorite songwriters, like, like Elliot Smith is kind of one of those first sad singer songwriters to, to, to show you that you can, you know, he says like motherfucker and stuff like that. Yeah. And when I hear that, it's like, oh yeah, he like introduced that to our kind of music, you know, <laughs> it's like a homage to, to that kind of songwriting. So mm-hmm. I definitely get down with some fucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was it Paige McElwraith? We've had, we've had like our parents, friends comment on how like, well, we really, we really liked your music, but you just swear so much. Yeah. <laughs> and they our parents cool. are very religious too. So. Yeah. But they're also, you know, tolerant. And, um, I guess like what I take away from that is that it's cool that, you know, it still appeals to you. It's too bad that you're all hung up on the, on the word choice, but yeah. you know, you know, I, it's funny. I actually heard too. Louis CK say something really similar about his comedy about, uh, religious people uh they like everything else but they're like hung up on uh his cursing so it's weird there's there's like a parallel interesting there. yeah, yeah. Well, wow. we're huge louis fans yeah, so i'm glad you brought that up yeah um but uh you know i say fuck so much in my day-to-day anyway so why wouldn't <laughs> i say it in my music kind of you know yeah um yeah so i think that's why and I, when i see kids that write music that refrain from doing that because certain people wouldn't like it. I think that's what I'm trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys run a tape label called Haze Tapes and you've put out a mm-hmm. lot of really awesome releases by yourselves well, you. and other artists. So how did that get started? And you know, how did you reach out to those artists? Uh, the, f- the first year that we were in Bellingham, um, we we moved into the, to a house with this girl that I'd known from high school, and mm-hmm. she was friends with this guy that we who's also from Spokane that we had like sort of. But knew. he moved his, away from Spokane. We didn't. We kind of knew of him. Yeah, his we name's Spencer, and and he lived in Florida for a while. And um, anyway, so we were all kind of living in the house together, and you know, uh, we didn't know Spencer that well, but you know, if, like you live with someone and you just immediately. Or not immediately, but over time, you, like, learn them on a really deep level. But um, we kind of just started the the tape thing, the three of us, and it was mostly, um, like, a, a way to get Creech's music. The first the release, first, the first we, release, the first release like, we ever did was, was Seed mm-hmm. by, by us. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's even on the website anymore. I think it's, it's down sold now. out. It's yeah. sold out. Um, we don't have it anymore. But the second release was our friends, uh, Club, Club Scouts, Scouts yeah. who we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, were you know they're they're kind of they were back in Spokane. They were Creech's brother band. We played shows like a lot with them. Um, and so you know I guess we really wanted to put out vinyl, but we were so poor, you know, because we're just like. You know, yeah, and and nobody knew who we were. Like no one was gonna. It would put be a bad out. investment. Yeah, exactly. Like we weren't gonna. We knew we weren't gonna sell a bunch of vinyl. So we're like, well, let's just do something much cheaper. 
and that's you know how it how that got started um so the three of us really just kind of started doing that i know spencer was down to um you know start putting out other artists and stuff too um and it just kind of carried on we've been doing it for probably almost three years yeah. now and uh and we're we are we continue to be really good friends with spencer he he became one of our best friends and um we recently added uh abby cook to the lineup uh she's also a part of haze tapes now she's kind of the fourth member now so um that and we're we're still we have some things in the in kind of the works um but yeah you know we i actually found out about you through alex g who we put out a while back now i trick is sold out now but that was the first there that was kind of our first like bigger release i would say that really that sold out right away it sold out in like the first day and we had to order more tapes wow um I don't yeah, remember. I'm not even really sure which house we were living in when that happened. <laughs> that was the that was the Creech house. That was the Creech house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're well. The Cold Foamers is on the way. I don't know if I told you this cold yet. Cold Foamers, yeah, but it's yeah. literally the guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and of course, you order a lot of our tapes, so that's also how I kind of found out about yeah. you. And I, I think the first the the first note that I sent to you in the in the whatever. I, I wrote you a little message because I like to write little personal messages and, and yeah. I think it said something about like the law offices of Greg Goldstein. Yeah, I actually have the, that right just in case oh, I, no. <laughs> I have that right next to me right now. Nice. Oh, nice. And what tape was that? That, that it was. Um, you? you know what? Uh, it was. It was Pasture, and then I ordered. I had Trick, but you guys had such an awesome sale, and I mean, a lot of my friends like Alex G. So I said, like, I'll just get another copy and just give it to a like friend. a little promotional sale, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then you guys, do you think, have you, I don't think you've toured nationally, have you? Absolutely not. No, (laughs) we have not toured much at all and we really only ever play here in Washington. So, Mm. and do you think that'll ever change? Uh, not, well, yeah, not necessarily for Creech. I mean, I have, I would like Creech to do a national tour like next, like in a while, like maybe in next year, but at the very, at the moment, a lot of things are going on. Um, the, the other two boys from Creech live in Bellingham Mm -hmm. and Will's about to go back to school here. Um, so we're a little, uh, that I think smaller tours are better for us, Mm -hmm. like little five and six stop tours. Yeah. Um, that way we don't, you know, we don't take a bunch of time off work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that nationally, maybe not so much right now, but hopefully in the future, we'll see. Cool. Um, is there anything else you guys want the world to know? The um, we told ourselves that we were gonna like the, think about an answer the to this world, question. <laughs> I'll tell yeah, the you world. Guys, you guys, for the other interviews, so you know I yeah. right. Yes. The, I'll tell the world that the world is a beautiful place, and I'm no longer afraid to die. <laughs> about that. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, terrified I'm to die. I don't know. I don't even know if the world's, the world's that beautiful a place. place. It's a terrible place. That's what <laughs> I want the world to know. There's like oil in all of our oceans. Yeah, it's Man. a terrible place. Nobody yeah. listens to my band. So. <laughs> Anyway, now they will. Now you'll have millions of new followers because of this. Oh yeah, that's the hope. That's the hope. <laughs> just, just yeah, just uh, whore it out. You know, ha- hashtag all those, right. all the <laughs> names we dropped and whatnot. So. Right. 
myself, I'll heal myself Now I'm ready to look and heal my open wound I've got money to buy myself a new heart Oh, I've got nothing So are you ready to knock upon your father's door and tell him your love is with another man? Oh, my boy, let's go fishing for a Well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. This is really cool. This is the very first time doing an over the phone thing, so thanks. Yeah, yeah cool. And I, I hope uh, the that the recordings of the songs satisfy your your. Yeah, needs definitely. They were awesome. It's